Oh God, not again. Written by Sarah, 1281. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chapter 43. Hey, Luna, you know about the Yule Ball coming up, right? Harry asked. Seeing as I'm a judge, it would be very remiss of me not to know. Luna responded. Right. Well, as a champion, I'm kind of required to go. I'm not actually sure what would happen if I refused to go, but I'm sure my illustrious guardian would get a kick out of forcing me to attend. So I kind of have no choice. Bearing in mind that I don't want to go with anyone and give them the impression that I want to date them, forcing me to reject them and make it much harder should I ever decide that I do want to date them. I need your help, Harry said quickly. Luna raised an eyebrow. My help with what exactly? Finding a way to make sure whoever you want to go with really understands that it's just as friends. Lots of people say they understand but really want more and going with someone you don't know as just friends never works out, so you could probably use the help. True, Harry acknowledged. There are only two people I can think of who would really get that I don't want to date them right now. One would be Hermione, of course, but I can't ask her. Why not? Luna asked. You would have a lot of fun with her if she doesn't decide to try and kill you too many times. I know, Harry admitted. But now's around the time that Ron realises he has a crush on her, and I do not want to get in the middle of that. Whether they still end up together or not, it's just a bad situation, and I don't think he ever really got over his hatred of Victor. Crumb? Luna asked. What did he do? He took Hermione to the Yule Ball the first time, Harry explained. Then Ron asked like a week before the event. He wasn't very tactful either. Harry winced. I believe he asked me if I had a date, mentioned he had none either, then said one of us could go with Hermione because she obviously had no date and refused to believe her when she said she did. And she ended up going with one of the champions, Luna finished. Wow, Ronald has no tact sometimes. He does grow out of that, right? Mostly. So who is the other girl? Luna asked curiously. You, actually, Harry told her. We could probably have just as much fun as Hermione and I, and you understand my situation, so you know why my choices of date are extremely limited. Can I ask you to the Yule Ball? You're asking me for my permission to ask me to the dance? Luna sounded amused. Well, yeah. I wouldn't want to get turned down in front of everybody. It would be very embarrassing. And there are a good three or four people who seem to carry cameras around with them everywhere. Harry replied with a wry grin. You don't have to ask in front of everyone, you know, Luna pointed out. I know, Harry conceded. 
but I plan on doing it anyway. Hey, since you're a judge and I'm a champion, would we ever be allowed to go together? Luna considered the question. I don't actually think there are any rules against it, she decided, if for no other reason that usually judges are in their late thirties at the very least and the students are no more than seventeen or eighteen. One could argue that that would mean I would be favouring you, especially as representative of your school, but I did give you the lowest score I gave anyone save Crumb, and if you show off again for the second task, then I'll probably have to do that again, so people really won't be accusing me of that with any alacrity. That's good, Harry said, sounding relieved that he wouldn't have a pissed off for reasons he can't explain Ron on his hands. So, will you let me ask you? Why not? Luna said. So the Yule Ball's coming up, Harry said one day, when he, Ron and Neville were alone in their dormitory. It was unsubtle as hell, but hinting about it would do no good, especially as it hadn't been announced yet. The what? Ron asked blankly. They're having some sort of dance. Indeed, Harry nodded. Fourth years and up are allowed to go, possibly because of me. It's during Christmas break and anyone younger can only go if they're a date. I am required to go because of my status as champion, but you guys aren't. Are you planning on attending? My gran would kill me if I didn't, Neville said mournfully. All those years she made me take dancing lessons. She stopped after I got into Hogwarts, though. I was never very good at them. Thankfully, I was much less clumsy when she abruptly started them up again over the summer. I guess she knew I would need the practice for the ball. After you saved me from the horrors of the mouldy dress? Absolutely, Ron declared. Besides, how lame would it be to have to just sit in the common room with all the little kids and the people who couldn't get dates? You realise that the people who are only a year younger than you, and in many cases less, that that will be not able to attend, right? Neville asked tentatively. Right, Ginny's age, Ron confirmed. Little kids, in other words. She hears you say that. She's hexing you, Harry warned him. I'm planning on using you as a human shield, Ron informed him casually. Like hell, Harry grumbled. So why do you ask about our attendance of a ball that hasn't even been announced yet? Neville asked curiously. Because I don't want to be the guy who angst about who we want to ask for weeks. Finally work up the nerve to ask, find out our dream date is going with a fellow champion, and end up with a classmate of mine who only agrees because I'm a champion, and who I just end up ignoring her to stare at my crush and spy on other people the whole night, Harry declared. Speaking from experience, Neville asked sympathetically. Sadly, yes, Harry nodded. So do you have any idea who you're asking yet? Nope, Ron said. Not really, Neville agreed. But then we just found out about the ball itself five minutes ago. That's no excuse, Harry said sternly. In fact, I already asked Luna if I could ask her, and she said sure. Well, that's not really surprising, Ron said. She's a judge, so she would know. Are you allowed to go with her, though, given that? Harry shrugged. If it's not in the rules, why not? And Ron, I recommend you ask Hermione. Huh? Ron looked puzzled. Why? Because you have a crush on her, Neville told him bluntly. What? Ron sputtered. I do not. Yes, you do, Harry told him. You just haven't realised it yet. So let me get this straight. You think I have a crush on Hermione and I haven't noticed it, 
Ron asked incredulously. How thick do you think I am? When it comes to matters of the heart, I have no faith in you, Harry told him bluntly. Besides, remember last year when Professor Trelawney told Lavender to beware a red-headed man? Vaguely, Ron confirmed. Well, my scar informs me that if you don't ask Hermione right away, Victor Crumb will and she'll accept, and you'll be forced to go with Lavender, and you'll both have a miserable time until she ditches you for a boy from Beaubaton, because you've ignored her to gripe about Hermione fraternising with the enemy all night, Harry lied. Well, the story was true, but Ron would be going with Padma, not Lavender, as her problem with Ron was from sixth year. So you want me to ask Hermione? Ron said, still sounding sceptical. Otherwise, international Quidditch sensation and teenage heartthrob Victor Crumb will. He's been sighted haunting the library and staring at Hermione quite a bit the past few weeks, Neville offered. Not that she's noticed, of course. She's just annoyed that his fangirls followed him in. I'll think about it, Ron agreed, resolving to discover whether or not he really had top-secret feelings for his best female friend that he had never noticed but apparently his other two best friends had. What about you, Neville? Harry asked. You could always ask Hannah. Abbott! Neville looked surprised. She's dating Ernie. Really? Harry was also surprised. Still, he supposed he really didn't pay enough attention to them that it was unexpected for him not to know that. Hell, he paid even less attention to them before coming back, so they might have even been dating around that time. So who do you want to go with? I think he should ask Ginny, Ron spoke up unexpectedly. Really? Neville's eyebrows disappeared into his hairline. I thought you'd be against anyone taking her to a date-like function such as this. Well, I am, Ron conceded, seeing as how she's my baby sister and all. She's less than a year and a half younger than you, Harry interrupted. But I suppose you two are really the only people I would trust not to take advantage of her, and since Harry's going with Luna, it will have to be you, Ron said seriously. Because I know she has those dress robes for a reason, and won't be able to go unless a guy asks her. Hmm, Neville considered. She's a friend of mine, and won't be able to go without an escort, and I really don't want to end up by myself, so... Why not? Okay, now that that's settled. Harry said, trying to ignore the small spark of jealousy that Neville would once again be accompanying Ginny to the ball. After all, they'd gone together last time, and nothing had come of that, but Neville was a lot more confident a lot earlier now, so best not worry about that. Let's talk about how we're going to ask them. The day McGonagall announced the Yule Ball to their Transfiguration class, Harry, Ron and Neville put their plan into action. Ron still wouldn't admit to having a thing for Hermione, but did, when pressed, turn a bit red and remark that she wasn't so bad, which they actually considered to be progress. At dinner that night, Harry started things off by letting a female crumple-horned snorkack with a paper hat on it loose and casting a spell to point it in Luna's direction. The little pig-like creature snorted loudly as it dashed across the great hall to the Ravenclaw table and caught everyone's attention. Luna, serene as ever, simply plucked the not-so-mythical-anymore creature up and took off the hat. I would discover a mythical creature for you. Would you please attend the Yule Ball with me? Luna read off. 
Certainly, Harry. I'm thinking about calling this one Norberta. The typical response of applause and catcalls died down quickly when Neville stood up next. He walked over to Ginny, who was a few seats down from him, and handed her a large box of Honeyduke's finest chocolate. Even if you say no, you can still keep the candy, but please say you'll go to the Yule Ball with me. Ginny read the note taped to the box. She looked up with a smile. Of course. That applause was also cut off as Hedwig flew in carrying a bouquet of roses and a handwritten card and landed in front of Hermione. Hermione looked to Harry in confusion before reaching for the note. Hermione, it might have taken me a while, but it's recently come to my attention that you are, in fact, a girl and a pretty great one, too. Will you go to the Yule Ball with me? She read, sounding shocked. She opened and closed her mouth a few times. Well? Ron asked, trying not to look as nervous as he felt. Harry kicked her. Yes, she finally said, still unable to believe he'd actually asked her. She had kind of thought he might like her, but acknowledging it... Well, that was a bit more than she'd expected of him. The students hesitated for a few moments, in case someone else wanted to take that opportunity to ask someone to the Yule Ball. When no one did, the applause became thunderous, and girls swarmed in on the only three with dates to press for details. Harry managed to hear Draco's annoyance above the clapping, however. Way to go, Potter. Now we've got to put some thought into this. Harry remembered how awkward the asking could have gone. Ron didn't even know who Padma was when Parvati set them up, and felt no sympathy. We hope you enjoyed this chapter. Please consider supporting our project by joining our Patreon linked in the description or become a member here on YouTube, where you will get access to several additional chapters weeks before they release.